Podcast. 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 Hello and welcome to Na 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 Podcast, the Batman podcast for people who are really struggling to find a way to take a break from watching a Batman movie for a week. <laughs> I'm Danny. I'm Jacob. And I'm Daniel. Daniel Graff is here, and we watched, uh, Jacob, we were watching every Batman movie ever made from 1943 to the present. Jacob, what did we watch this week? The 2011 Russell Brand vehicle, Arthur. This time you got the intro right, and I fucked it up. I, what did I do right this time? You said the name right. You remembered what we watched. Oh, yeah. Well, it's seared into my brain like yeah. a fucking cattle prod. It's also yeah. worth... It's just one word. Just it is. Name. But I also got the year right. Yeah, you um, did. There's several Arthur movies, apparently. It's key to, to distinguish that this is 2011. There are yeah. a few. Yeah. There very... are six Arthur movies. Yes. That's insane. Yeah. There's, the, uh, I mean, there's a lot of depths to plumb. The original... And then the the sequel, Arthur 2, On the Rocks. On the Rocks. Yeah. Then there's this remake, and there's also three different Indian remakes of Arthur. I, wow. Indian I, people love this there's movie. There's a lot of, yeah, this, I mean, the story is clearly, the universe <laughs> of Arthur is endlessly fascinating. Yeah. And it technically qualifies as a Batman movie, so we're, we're doing this. Technically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this really blurs the line. This, if this we're is stretching it. Setting the bar this low, then we <laughs> yeah. are never going to finish. We're gonna every single TV show move where they just like a kid plays with a Batman doll. We're gonna have to <laughs> talk about for an hour and a half. Uh, Daniel, what is your history with Batman? You know Batman. You like Batman? Um, I, I like Batman. Uh, there's, let's see. Uh, I saw the one. With Bane in theaters, and I did Dark not like Rises. that one. Yeah, I but I liked The Dark Knight a lot. Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, uh, I used to like the Batman Forever movie as a kid, mm-hmm. um, which was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I liked that Batman one. and Robin. Oh, that one's great. That yeah, was great. I, th- I really liked that one. High Camp. Good yeah, film. was that Tim Burton? It was right. No, Tim no. Burton did Batman and Batman Returns. Then they okay. switched over to Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. Yeah. What else is he directed? It's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he did like those it two sounds movies. like a director name. Yeah. Like, he's probably made, yeah, he directed like Big Mama's House or something. I, I mean, there's no way they're going to give him the reins to this huge franchise if he's never done anything else. Yeah. Uh, I'll, um, I'll but yeah, up you know, bit. I used to watch the cartoon too as a kid. Batman the Animated Series? Yeah. A great it, cartoon. There was one episode that I still remember because it was so disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. I, you've probably seen every episode. I mean, I'm sure you're... Probably, yeah. So, do you remember one where there was this villain who had, like, like an underground, like, slave empire of children? No, I don't li- remember dude, this. He literally lived underground, and he had these kids in these, like, robes that were oh, his, like, you're, slaves. you're talking about Batman and the Temple of Doom. That one. Maybe. No, this, this isn't uh, the real. Okay. India Jones and the Temple of Doom, I was referencing. No, it wasn't. Oh, no, sorry. No, it was not that. Uh, there is no Batman in the Temple of Doom. But after one point, like, is. he... Batman has the opportunity to free the child slaves, and he doesn't. It, I still think about that. It was very disturbing to me. As a well, child. Yeah. reasoning. I don't really know. Like, I don't it, actually know. Was would it hurt the economy? Yeah, you was know, it, was it a states' rights issue? Maybe he wanted like a cheap iPhone. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's good. I mean, no, we can't all afford to pay full price for a for a smartphone. So I'm looking it up, and uh, he's Joel Schumacher's done a lot of movies, but not. A lot that I've heard of. Not a lot of good movies. Uh, okay, fair. He, he did uh, The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Oh, what, what is that? 
some 80s movies I've never heard of. Uh, Shane Almost Fire, The Lost Boys. I remember that one. Flatliners. Oh, that flatliners. Flatliners, huh? Yeah, uh, Bone Booth, that Colin, oh, Colin Farrell one. Oh, yeah. man, that movie sucked. I can't remember if I saw that. Phantom he... of the Opera. Okay. All right, this guy is really... Uh... The number 23. Oh, the Jim Carrey uh, yeah. classic. He did a couple episodes of House of Cards. And... That's a big job. I mean, that's like a classy show. Yeah. Like, how do you go from the number 23 to House of Cards? I mean, it's like television directing is kind of like, you know, every, every director gets to be everyone knows. <laughs> that's true. It's pretty, it's he, pretty He's also been the costume designer for a bunch of movies. Uh, movies I've never heard of. Play It As It Lays, The Last of Sheila, Bloom and Love, Sleeper, The Prisoner of Second Act. I guess maybe that's how he got started as a costume designer. What a strange jump. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That can't be easy. He was not involved in this movie, though. <laughs> this is right. uh, <laughs> not involved in the movie we were talking about this week. No. I think it could have used the Schumacher touch. Yeah. Now that I think about it. Well, they did kind of parody Batman forever at the beginning. The only part of this that is connected with Batman, it yeah. starts off with him... Uh, it's very similar to the opening shots of Batman Forever where it's just close cuts of the suit and like the, the ass and the nipples. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's playing with the nipples in the bat suit. But which, that's Batman and Robin that, with the nipples. Both Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Oh, they, they both nipples. do the nipples. Yeah. Wow. I think Batman Forever is the one that opens with a bunch of crotch, shot, crotch shots and ass shots and nipple I, shots. I remember for sure it's also in Batman because I missed the Batman Forever one, but we talked at length about all of the Batman butt at yeah. the beginning of Batman and Robin. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they, they parody that in this. I mean, that armor is ripped, dude. I mean, you, gotta, you gotta show that off. You know? um, so it, it starts off with just uh, those those shots of uh, Russell Brand change, er, dressing up as, as Batman. And he's um, he's got like a, a whole utility belt with like silly yeah. string and a flask and... A um, bunch of shooters. But shooters? The little like, nips. The, oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like airplane bottles of yeah. liquor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he and his, his chauffeur, um, his chauffeur dressed up as Robin. Luis Guzman. Yeah. Who is slumming it also. Yeah. He's also, both of them are better than this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I will say, it. it's it's a, you know, this is a paycheck role. For yeah. Guzman. Like, he's clearly struggling with his child support. He, he needed, uh, <laughs> I feel like Luis Guzman has, is so funny, but I can't name a single funny thing he's done. I know Boogie they're Nights. out there. Oof. He's in Boogie Nights. in Boogie Nights? Yeah. He's okay, that was good. Um, he's not in it a ton. Crocodile Dundee 2? He's in so many movies. He is, yeah. He's in Waiting, right? Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, okay. That. That's like, that was great. Like they have the bald showing game. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was, the, that was Cook peak Gomez. Also. Uh-huh. Dane Cook. Yeah. That guy from when the He was briefly movies. a movie star. Yeah, that um, was brief. Yeah. Louis, I'm looking at his filmography. This dude works. He's been in yeah, like three to four movies a year for like That's since insane. the 80s. Yeah. He's like a character actor though. He's so he's in like children. five scenes a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not quite the workload. Of That's a, kind of ideal. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to be yeah, in like Atlanta for six months shooting yeah. this thing. You kind of show up for a couple yeah, weeks. Damn. They put you in a Hilton and mm-hmm. then, uh, then you get out. Yeah. Don't have to be in shape at all. <laughs> he's no, he's good. really taken that. He's not in shape at all. No, good for him. That's so that's aspirational. He's yeah. he's dressed up as Robin. He's in like the bright costume, and he's he's got the mask on. He's shaving his his beard off, yeah. and uh, Russell Brand tells him like, "No, you don't have to shave." And he's like, "No, but Robin doesn't have a beard." So he's are we to understand he believes that they're actually going to begin fighting crime? 
And is also that, the... that it will help him fight crime to look more like Robin. <laughs> right. It's like, I could work out or I could shave. <laughs> he both will be equally helpful in right. beating thugs. Right. And he seems reluctant to actually do the Batman escapade at all. So, yeah. so the fact that he's committing further to the role of Robin right. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's already the movie's flawed. There's a problem with this movie where people are mostly Arthur, but to, to a lesser extent this character too, where they're supposed to be kind of out of touch. And Yeah. But it, sometimes they go too far with it and it becomes like, oh, yeah. they're like an alien who doesn't know Earth customs. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, this is, he should know that they're not actually going to go fight crime. Yeah. Yeah. It's because the characters don't have any qualities to them. They're, they're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the character description of these people are nationality punchlines. Yeah. Yeah. It's the character is I'm fat Hispanic guy. Yeah. And those, and I say jokes. Yeah. And that's it. There's yeah. no backstory or any. You know but I mean? like, if your boss said, we're going to go be Batman and Robin, like, wouldn't you have like some, follow-up questions to that you wouldn't just be like well i guess i'm a crime fighter now <laughs> i i guess the problem is that he yeah he didn't have any he was like okay crime fighting that's fine well, <laughs> there's fine. no real intention to fight crime at all yeah i mean they're just gonna get drunk and, and, and drive basically yeah. the whole plan of that was to dui like, yeah that, that was that was what they were doing <laughs> which is more dangerous than trying to fight crime it is yes. don't drink it and is. drive kids yeah so he, Arthur is just like this super rich billionaire uh, who... Idiot man-child. Yeah. He, oh, no, I noticed that they did not make him a billionaire. The yeah. fortune was $950 million. Yeah. Why did they do that? It'd be unrelatable. That, <laughs> okay, sure. We can all relate to having, having $950 it's, million. It's true. Right? Yeah, my mom was just talking to me about how I'm going to inherit that. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, back to work at the bar. Right. Yeah. I guess I'll get on the train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he, he's... A multi multi millionaire who's never had to work for anything he inherited or is going to inherit this money. It's family money, um, and, and so he just owns the Batmobile. It's the Batman Forever yeah. Batmobile that they're going to get drunk and just drive around in this thing. It's immediately relatable. Yeah, already you love this in guy. Manhattan. Like it's the worst place to drive drunk. You can and kill so many people. Yeah, drunk like in empty. There's yeah, like, that's true. There's like four yeah. cars, and three of them are the police officer yeah. chasing yeah. the Batmobile. You could no not, pedestrians, nothing. A high speed chase in Manhattan is like not possible. No, have like, you ever that's not over seen seconds. someone jaywalking? Yes, there's always someone jaywalking everywhere. Or even like, say you're willing to kill pedestrians, like you would just <laughs> you would hit a car so quickly. Oh yeah, there's that's so true. much you can't traffic. Get up to fatal speeds. No, you can't do no. it. You get into a car accident, they would just destroy your car in 30 seconds. A cab will cut you off. Yeah. You will oh, yeah. not be able to even get up to that yeah. speed. It's mm -hmm. true. But he ends up uh, just running to that, that bowl, the charging bowl statue. Yes. Uprooting it. Yeah. Know, just fucking totaling the car. Mm-hmm. Police officers come, they know him, they're like, get out of the car, Arthur. Oh, you scamp. Yeah. Come on Lovable. Yeah, because there are like six cops in New York. <laughs> yeah. They all know, know each other. Personally. Like, yeah. <laughs> you lovable drunk driving rascal. Yeah. <laughs> I, he was not technically drunk driving. Luis Guzman was driving, and he wasn't drunk. He was just distracted because the vehicle has functioning rocket propulsion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he accidentally <laughs> activated a, a real nitrous oxide blast that fired them into a. So, ox. are 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 you saying that your understanding of this scene <laughs> is 
Arthur wanted to go out and he was drunk and he wanted to go responsibly drive around in the Batmobile. <laughs> yes, he and, was being delivered drunk as shit to an event where he would be drunk and Louise Guzman would drive him home. <laughs> I get yeah. that's right. It was an event that they're going to some kind of fundraising. Yeah, he was going to show up and ruin his mom's fundraising event. Yeah, that was his his plan what was. A dick. Like he starts off as an asshole, you know, and it's really irredeemable. Yeah, the whole movie. He does nothing to make you like him. Nothing. And just constantly, characters are like, "But he's got a big heart. He's yeah. strong." Like, when what scenes did you cut? But a dick. Yeah, yeah. showed that. Yeah, where are the orphanage feeding parts? They the, could've, he could have saved the cat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that would have been a perfect moment if they had a scene where there's like a pedestrian or something who was gonna jump in front of the uh, they're gonna hit him with the Batmobile and he grabbed the wheel and tried to that that's great. why they got into a crash because he be great. they spun out into that yeah so instantly that, like him. that would make him a great guy not yeah. purposefully letting people die <laughs> yes. he set such a low bar for this guy yeah. they were like if they just show him not killing someone he'd be more like <laughs> than what he is right now because he never does anything they never. inform us constantly that he's smart and that he's kind and stuff we never see any evidence no. of that he, like, you know, he uh, gets Greta Gerwig, like, not arrested by pretending to be her boyfriend or whatever. That's, like, the it's only just thing. horny. And that's, yeah. like, halfway through. So yeah. you just hate the guy the whole time. And it's not even like he's determined to not get it arrested. He's just, like, kind of happens to be there. He's like, yeah, it'd be fun to lie to the police. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's what he tells everyone. He's yeah. like, I've met this beautiful girl. We committed fraud. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? You're in love with her because you did crimes? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, all right. Are we doing crime crime couple? That's a more fun movie. I'll, I'll watch crime that. couple. I'm into crime couple. Yeah. yeah. It's like Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Yeah. Boiled down. It's yeah. The, it's the double translated version. Yeah. You put Bonnie and Clyde through enough German to English translations to get I... crime couple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never seen the original movie. I'm wondering if it, it... It must have come across so differently. If he's like drunk driving then, back in the 80s, I feel like the prohibitions against... Not prohibition, but the... The, the, the attitude. The attitude towards was, drunk driving. It was Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and in the 30 years since then, it's become like a big deal. It used but to be point one was the limit in yeah. some states. Like, that's insane. That yeah, you're that's fucking like wasted if you're a bottle of whiskey. One. Yeah. And it also used to be just kind of a a normal thing is like oh come on you you're too drunk to drive you're like if you're like like passing out like don't drive home but yeah, right. anything short of that like if you can walk to your car then pretty yeah. much yeah yeah what, are you just gonna leave your car in a parking lot yeah that's crazy and if you no get way. pulled over it's it's kind of like oh you um, follow me home yeah i'll turn on the lights yeah i'll get you home safe and it's the culture has changed to where it's like a very serious Issue. Right. On account of all those kids that got blown up by trucks. <laughs> by <laughs> Batmobiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, totally not road ready. Like, yeah. weapons of war. <laughs> they were driving around vaunting kids through windows. <laughs> um, so, you the fuel for that fucking thing. That's a God good question. Airlines. Luis Gomez should have known. He was the one who had to, like, get the rocket fuel, I'm sure. Yeah. Someone had, I mean, Arthur's not doing it. Where would you, even if you have the money to buy anything, how do you go about buying the Batmobile? Good question. Where, I wouldn't even, even if I had the money, I wouldn't have any idea where to look for that. I've seen the Batmobile in person. Yeah? Yeah. I guess it's got to be a movie prop. I guess it's available Yeah, yeah I'm somewhere. sure people build recreations. Or a recreation, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. 
Didn't we look up? You can buy one of them, like the Adam West one. Or something. Yeah, I looked it up for another. For like two hundred thousand dollars, you can get that. Yeah, I think there's one at the uh, the Automotive Museum in L.A. The same one that Biggie was shot at. I think they have a Batmobile. He was shot at the Batmobile, oh, right? Or yeah, he was shot... shot at the Automotive Museum. Oh, People okay. Don't talk yeah, about that party at the Automotive Museum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a Batmobile. Batman did nothing to save them. It's a real shame. He's a real Russell Brand style Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just getting drunk at this party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so his uh, Arthur's mom forms a plan to have her assistant Susan Johnson marry Arthur to ensure stable leadership and help Arthur's reputation. This this idea that the the company has been in the family for generations, and so they need to keep in the company and in the family. It just sounds like nonsense. If I'm a stockholder, I'm out. That's that's insanely poor corporate leadership. Hire a fucking CEO. What are yeah. you talking so about? It's not like the royal. Yeah, this crown. isn't a monarchy. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not by blood. Right. You can hire people to the, run. These the best things. qualified person is not necessarily the son of never. the previous owner. As we've seen, it's the Trump not. family is yeah. literally never. Right. Don't right. ever fucking do that. And in real life, in big corporations, like the the people, the. The owners of Johnson and Johnson are not the descendants. Not the right. Johnsons. They just so, like suck up the money. Yeah, those kids get the money. Yeah, I mean, but they don't shitty rich kids still get stuff. money. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they don't. Still have they actually money. have it better. They don't have to work. Yeah, so right. they don't. Great. They don't have to make decisions about the stock market. They just crash into bulls. And <laughs> yeah, fucking go to Spain. They do all the shit that's happening in this movie. I saw some documentary years ago about them and about other people who are in that position where they just like inherited large. Like huge sums of money to the point where they never have to work, mm-hmm. and it ends up being like such a weird life for them where they're like, I don't know what to do with my life. Like I can't, I don't even if I want to have a job. It's not like with like a normal person you can't get frustrated with your job and just be like, Nah, I'm done with this. Yeah, because There's no stakes. It's, yeah, you've you've you're playing GTA with all the cheats on. You know? Yeah, exactly. You're just fucking. At some point, you get tired of firing rockets at police helicopters. And yeah, you know, <laughs> put in the code that kills yourself. Yeah, and then so they end up being like, Well, what is my purpose in life? Why why do I exist? Right. I I just have all the money in the world and I don't know what to do. That's how you wind up with those dipshit like companies and products like Juicero. A oh, while yeah. back, it was oh, just yeah. some rich dipshit who was like, "I have no purpose. I'll build something that squeezes juice boxes yeah. for fifty dollars a pop." <laughs> I mean, but it's like those kids are assholes because it's like, dude, start a charity. Yeah, like yeah. you actually can do stuff. You can yeah. do whatever you. You can actually like help people. Yeah, you could just you know, sponsor Olympic athlete. There's a million, There's a million little things, things you can what, do. Whatever you're interested in. Yeah, like, and like do that. Go yeah. to work every day doing that thing. It's yeah, like it's great. I guess they can. It's just a different... These are problems that normal people never have to consider. Oh, yeah. Right. You never consider, what would I do without working? Like, it's never, it's never going to be a possibility. Oh, oh yeah. Just I, mean, me, I mean, I'd be fine. I'd figure something. I'd be <laughs> so good at being rich and not working. I would be so good at that. I don't think I could handle it. I did... When I first moved to the city, I'd been working, like, three jobs at a time for, like, years. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want to take, like, a month. I've saved up this money, so I'm going to take, like, a month and not even look for a job. I made it like three days. Like I, I can't do this. I need to have some kind of structure in my life. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When I was freelancing, it'd be the same thing. It's like you have that like Wednesday off, and you're like, "What do I do on a Wednesday?" Yeah, like, I, you know, you can only jerk off so many times. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe you can. 
all day. Like maybe it'd be better now that I have like friends in the city and I know where to go and stuff. But right, we back... went over this before we started recording, Danny. You don't have friends. In the city. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob has been adamant he's my acquaintance. He's yes. not my friend. <laughs> I, I'm using you for the sweet, sweet ad money. <laughs> <laughs> all the ads we get on this podcast. Yeah, we're gonna do the Casper read. <laughs> Casper mattresses. They're great. <laughs> That's their slogan, right? Yeah, we got a, we got an offer to advertise for Nazi memorabilia, but Danny doesn't want to take it, so I guess we'll have to wait. I'm holding out for more money. I, just, I, didn't, <laughs> I want I didn't, some of that Nazi gold. I right. wouldn't say I wouldn't take it. <laughs> uh, so he he refuses to he refuses this arranged marriage. And yeah, uh, they want him to marry this responsible woman. What's the actress's name? Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Still looking great. Yeah, looks looks great. There's something about her where she's she's so objectively attractive. Yeah. And yet I am not attracted to her. Yeah. She she looks like a mannequin of a very attractive woman. Yeah. She, she could is. be a bot. <laughs> she could be. You never know. It's just like a math problem. Like yeah. this, this adds up to attractive woman. Yes, but he's like, oh, I'm not. I don't want to fuck a math problem. She doesn't seem like she'd be fun to be around. I think that's part of why. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's it. definitely true. There's yeah, there's definitely like a kind of coldness to yeah. her. She, she married Ben Affleck, so that shows kind of her right sort of intellectual capacity. It's not good. Yeah, yeah I don't uh, want to be around Ben Affleck or anyone that oof. likes him. I don't want to do it. How but who's Batman actually? Yes, that's yeah, right. We'll have yeah. to talk yeah. about. Yeah, we will eventually. Point. How fucking absurd is it for for us to sit here and be like, no, I wouldn't date Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, one of the most attractive women in the world. Like, no. Yeah, she probably, she probably has I would issue for me. Yeah, I would imagine. I'm sure she would come after me. Right, right. But I I would turn her down. <laughs> Uh, so, but Arthur turns her down. They, I guess they had kind of a hookup situation yeah, a they, few they, months they, before the, the movie. But she was, you're the only man I fucked that broke up with me. And he has a moment where I, I guess we're supposed to be seeing him as, as deep and romantic where he's like, oh, I just think that relationships should have things in them like talking. What, what? Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's my British accent. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I, I don't know what, like he's just not. They didn't talk at all, and she's yeah. I don't so buy. She just th- wanted to to fuck him. I guess was the idea, right? I just don't buy that attraction no. that she's so into him. Yeah, it, that makes no sense. Yeah, I guess she's doing it for the for the money. She like kind of like kind of comes out see, later, right? Yeah, that's her motivations true. are revealed later, but. They do make it seem really like she's late, though. Like, they should have hinted at that or something. Yeah. But, uh, way later in the movie, do we realize. Yeah. Um, so he's, uh, the, his mom sets up this this relationship with uh, with her. So she the idea is that she's kind of a new money person, but she's very uh, businesslike mm-hmm. and smart, and she's going to be able to rein him in and control right. him. And we're supposed to dislike her because she's not a raging alcoholic <laughs> Who constantly ruins people around him's life? Yeah, she's she she's works hard and yeah. she's reasonable and yeah. fuck that bitch. It yep. is the message of this movie. She's really the hero of this she, story. Yeah, it's this really is true. it's backwards. Yeah, we should be we should be rooting for Arthur to have died in that car crash. <laughs> uh, so he refuses, citing that he has nothing in common with Susan, 
uh, but he's told he's going to be cut off from his $950 million inheritance if he does not marry her. He reluctantly agrees and asks Susan's father for permission to marry. Uh, then there's this just crazy pants scene where, yeah. where even before then, he, he goes like a, a, a tower that's being constructed where uh, it's owned by Susan's father. And we're to understand that this multi-billionaire, or multi-millionaire at least, yeah. CEO is personally supervising the construction. Yeah. He's down there with a hard like hat. building it himself. Yeah. Like, he has a nail gun. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and Russell Brand has no idea what a nail gun is. No, because he's out of touch. He's, a, he's an alien who can't imagine what this yeah. could possibly be. He's just pointing it directly at his face and pulling the trigger. Right. It's shaped like a gun. Yeah. It's shaped like every other gun you've ever seen, but yeah. it's like a little bigger. It's got nails literally like visible under it. Why would you... Anything with a trigger, why yeah. would your first right. instinct be, I'm going to point this at my face right. and if pull you, the trigger? Like, let's say you don't know what baseball is. You yeah. have no idea what a baseball bat is. Yeah. You find a stick in the woods. Yeah. Are you going to pick it up and jack yourself in the dick with it? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's obvious what it would do. <laughs> Just beat the shit yeah. out of yourself. Like, it, what is this dude? It literally, anything comes out, everything when you pull a trigger, something comes out of that the barrel. Yeah. If anything comes out of the barrel, you don't want to go at your face. No. Even if it's a bubble gun, you like, don't want it to yeah, like, shoot in your eye. Yeah, like I don't want to gun in my face. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. And then he's just firing this gun randomly. I wish he died in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Every scene is so much better. I wish he died. He's just firing this gun wildly, and he ends up uh, hitting his future father-in-law. Where is it? Like the neck or something? <laughs> like it's once like in the... three places. Yeah. And he just like doesn't react to this. Yeah. <laughs> The nails just sticking into his body. It's like a Terminator outtake. Yes. snuck into Arthur. Right. I guess they're just understanding it's really tough. and it's he's tough, yeah. But that's an inhuman... And why is he supervising... Why isn't he not at like an office? And where are the construction worker? I mean, like, he's the only guy there, and yeah. he's just building it. I mean... Trump is not supervising the building of his casinos. He'd like you to believe he is. <laughs> I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll tell you he Yeah. Is. He doesn't even, like, pose with a hard hat. He doesn't even pretend. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see, like, a billionaire in, like, a stupid hard hat, like... like Outside. Like, yeah. Not like, even... Oh, yeah, like, thing. pointing. It's always like, oh, yeah, like, so you guys are going to build stuff there, right? Like... Then there's this this weird analogy that... Where he's talking about, like, the table saw is, like, the most dangerous thing on a construction site. And then he right. kind of immediately undercuts that. But before he does that, uh, he's saying, like... All you gotta do is just keep your hands five inches away from the blade, and you'll be fine. And just put this wood through. And I, my understanding of like he, his analogy is just listen to me and do whatever I say, and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. And seems like it. Then he grabs his head, is like jamming it into the table saw. Is like lick the blade, lick the blade. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. It does a safety thing. It'll stop. Yeah. And like I mean, I I think that's true, but probably after it cuts your tongue in half a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah, at least a good couple a little turns. Little, yeah. If it touches your tongue at all, it's gonna slice your tongue open. Yeah, that's true. And why if it's gonna stop for moisture, just spit on it. I didn't yeah. realize that it was moisture that was. Uh, I, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah, that's really strange. Is that is that real? Is that I, I think there's something like that. I I think the moisture. It's implied that the moisture is your blood. Uh, when okay, these, right. when you I touch just, these things, right. it's not like oh, you got a little bit of sweat yeah. on your finger. I think it's that fucking horror movie spray of shit that gets all over your coworker's face. Sure, sure. But then, 
I mean, the second that his tongue touches it, it immediately, like, retracts. Yeah. Yeah. So, his whole thing about it, it's the most dangerous thing on a construction site. <laughs> and then he's like, you can lick it, it'd be fine. <laughs> you can get your face right up in there. Like, we just saw a nail gun being <laughs> yeah. much more dangerous. That's right. This. You could easily kill someone with a nail gun. Yeah. And this thing, you can stick your face right into yeah. it <laughs> and not be hurt at all. <laughs> and then the whole analogy falls apart that I, I I guess the analogy is you can I'll, I'll force you to do things and you won't be hurt yeah and right. it's, it doesn't seem to fit in with just follow me and you won't get hurt it's he's threatening him but yeah. then he does the threatening thing and he's fine I'm, I'm gonna scare you this is gonna be like a, this is gonna Not be right. like a horror nights at, at Orlando Studios just fucking, it's gonna be scary but don't worry it's not dangerous I'll <laughs> yeah. spook you a little bit that's no, gonna be fine we have, yeah. <laughs> we have fun here. Universal Studios. Yeah. No big deal. Don't yeah. worry about it, Arthur. Yeah, it, this whole scene just it did not work. And he like pulls the nails out of his body and like right. they went no like all, like a little they, they weren't like gushing out like they would be. There's like blood yeah. on the nail. It's blood on the nail. But it went like all the way into his arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, been, like the heart you yeah. died. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Like it was right into his arm. Probably hit like a bone or like an artery or something. Like you have to be hospitalized for many days after yeah. that happens. Just you need a tetanus sure shot. Infected. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Not no. Yeah. Um, so the next day, Arthur meets Naomi Quinn, an illegal tour guide to whom Fred he comes. So Fred th- at this point, I mean, have you guys ever seen an illegal bootleg tour going on? No. Like, what the hell is that? Yes. It's so weird. And why didn't she become just a licensed tour guide? There's it doesn't never... seem like it's hard. Do you don't need a fucking license to be a tour guide? There's yeah, no yeah. way. That also, I was going to say, there's no goddamn way the police are going <laughs> to yeah. even check to right. see if you have a fucking <laughs> license to point at the ceiling and right. tell people when it was painted. Yeah. And later on, she pretends it's, oh, no, these are my family members. So it's if it's your family members, you can point at things. But not you can't point not, at things in front of strangers. Yeah. <laughs> the cops do not. Ask and how did she people, get like a way. tour group of like nine people for her illegal tour? It seemed like a substantial amount of people that she yeah. was illegally touring. Right. I, I guess you know she's hustling. She's hustling. Yeah. Yeah. But she's got it, that New York grit. It, it, it was just such a weird. More like Greta Gerwig. <laughs> oh. Hey, I'm gonna keep interrupting you with bad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> You're Greta kind of Gerwig. becoming the Danny of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh. It was just a weird job, and it kind of sets her up as like, as almost she's supposed to be like the manic pixie dream girl. Sort of. Yeah. But then they don't really follow through, and like, aside from that one thing, yeah. she's not that character, and she's not really a free spirit. She's not that interesting of a character at all. She's pretty. Nobody is. Cool. In the original, she's shoplifting. It's Liza Minnelli plays that role, and she's shoplifting, and he's in the store, and she gets arrested, and then Arthur is like, Oh no! This is my wife, and I and I'm, I bought these. Like right. So and that's that's the original, which that makes, makes way more sense. Yeah, a lot than more legal tour guide. That at least yeah. like the excuse makes sense. Yeah, he actually was really helping yeah. her out. Yeah, I, I, I get why that's a crime. I don't get why they didn't, yeah. didn't just do that in this one. It was yeah. pretty good. Why did they pick some jackass fake? That's like if she was like arrested for jaywalking. It's like no yeah. one gives a shit about that right. crime. Yeah. It's actually illegal, I guess. It's not interesting. Yeah. Uh, so she's given the, this tour guide and he, he's gone on, he's gone to like this, um, this, uh, this, this auction 
where they're selling oh yeah the spoon from Ivan the Terrible yeah and a silver spoon it's, oh well metaphors guys yeah oh uh, oh wow you know what I didn't catch that over my head it didn't really mean anything the metaphor didn't go it's just this ham-handed metaphor like see there's a literal silver spoon yeah. it's this <laughs> they they sure just hadn't put it in his mouth right. and act like a baby or something could have worked out any easily <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that would have been just two on the nose. That's true. I bid $100,000 on the piece of paper that says frivolous spending. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he buys the Abraham Lincoln's suit. Yeah. Just, which fits him perfectly. Yeah. That's, that's just kind of weird. I, yeah, I, I can't really bothered that. me. It's like, it's like, like oh, it's tailored to you. <laughs> um, so he... He's just walking around in Abraham Lincoln's suit, and he sees her, and she assumes that he's homeless, and... Right, which doesn't make sense, really. He doesn't look, he doesn't look homeless. He looks like a weird British guy. I've never he's seen a... He's very well-dressed, really. He's got, I've, like, very nice, well-dressed. Nice shoes and, and fancy pants, yeah. like... I've never seen a homeless man in a top hat. <laughs> that's never that's like a cartoon hobo thing yeah. with a bindle and a can of that's beans right. and the fucking like clown makeup that's on. open yeah. on top right yeah yeah but, uh, but, but a tie like a homeless dude you know you who's putting on a tie and he kind of becomes even dumber than he usually is and he's kind of speaking in broken sentences right. talking like a six year old yeah he's like oh we've got lights on my ceilings too and on my ceilings oh, I like toys you like toys yeah I guess he's supposed to just be really drunk here. But or he's like smitten, you know, he's like, yeah. he like can't come up with the right words because he can't resist this woman who he's never met charms. Yeah. He's got a, his fetish is women pointing at stuff and telling people yeah. what it is. I, I didn't, they, they had no chemistry in this movie. No. I didn't get why either one of them would be attracted to the other one. No. Right. Serious question. Yeah. I mean, I, I get why you'd be attracted to Greta Kerwick. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. Yeah, as people, they're, they're, the conversations well, were just like sentences ramming into each other. Yeah. There was no... Like, she's spark. fine looking. I, I guess he's a good looking man, but beyond that... People tell me he's good looking. I just don't believe them. I, he certainly seems to do well with women. Yeah, Perry. Yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah. That's great. I think it's just a, I think it's just a shared delusion <laughs> we as a society have accepted. I guess. I think the fact that he's British helps. Oh, and yeah, he, that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah, if this guy were from, like, Missouri, you'd be like, oh, just like, please. <laughs> I think he's also the real, not so much this character, but I think the real actor, Russell Brand, is a pretty intelligent and charming guy. Yeah, he he's like a Twitter guy, right? Like, he says shit on Twitter a lot. I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I saw him do stand-up one time. He's really good. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was, he might have, is that where he's from? Is he, does he have a stand-up background? I think I so, think yeah. He was like a kind of MTV like host person when he started. Like he was, oh, he was like a TV personality. He's a DJ. I, he, I think so. Yeah, yeah but like British version. I think British he version. like got fired a bunch because he was on a bunch of heroin and doing crazy shit. Like this is fairly autobiographical. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Fair enough, fair but enough. there were like real consequences in his real life, and in this <laughs> yeah. movie, everyone's just like, "Oh, it's cute that you ran that puppy over." I'm looking up. I think he started as a stand-up, and he oh, did he become did? Okay. some kind of a, a VJ or television personality oh. later. But, um, and he also is uh, sober. He said he would, to get into character for this, he'd just kind of sniff whiskey and remind really? him what he used to be like. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. Which right is, there. yeah. He used to be like a fake drunk. He doesn't, yeah. for someone who's like an alcoholic, he doesn't really know what 
a drunk acts like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the whole thing about being a drunk is that you forget. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, oh, what did, what did I do last night and shit? I guess that kind of makes sense. He wasn't sense. very slurry either. No. Not too bad. Drunks yeah. are slurry as fuck. Yeah. yeah, and we, we, uh, the whole movie, he's drinking constantly. And people are telling him, like, oh, you're an alcoholic, you need to stop this. But there's no consequences for his drinking. No. Nothing bad ever happens because he was drinking. He's, like, in shape. Yeah. He's yeah. in shape. He's, he's doing fine. He's Yeah, really, if anything, I kind of want to be an alcoholic now. <laughs> it seems fine. It doesn't really affect his relationship with with Greta Gerwig or anything. Or it? with Hobson, really. No. So, yeah, I mean, nothing affects his relationship yeah. with Hobson. She, <laughs> she inexplicably cares about him. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, terrible. this is his uh, nanny, Hobson. Right, right. Uh, Helen Mirren, how, how do they get this cast? Yeah. It's bizarre. But, I mean, if you're going to have a character be an alcoholic and have us be like, oh, this is serious and not goofy, you there has to be a consequence to his drinking. There has right. to be, it has to affect yeah. something. And he's like, it's like he's sad. Yeah. It's like he's alone drinking whiskey and like he's sad. Like, that's the consequence. But it's not even, he's sad because he's drinking. He's sad because of other things that happen. drinking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really true. Yeah. Yeah, again, it makes it seem pretty good. <laughs> I guess if you get to like a certain level of wealth, I mean... Everything's pretty good. <laughs> that's true. But like, what's he going to do? Get fired from his job because he's drinking? He doesn't have a job. It doesn't yeah. matter if he gets fired. Yeah. And like, you can get DUIs, but like, I mean, come on, dude. Like, George Bush had like six DUIs. I mean, like, it doesn't really matter. This yeah, guy is pretty close to becoming president. <laughs> That's Arthur's true. Arthur's right yeah. there. But he doesn't have like any goals or aspirations that can be ruined because of his drinking. No. He doesn't have a family to really be hurt by he this. He comes out on top. Yeah. It's $950 million. There's no consequences to his actions. This movie has a very bad moral backbone, yeah. I have to say. Oh my god, it really does. We're supposed to, like, these billionaires we're supposed to care about and, like, be happy that he's kids to keep his money and that he's yeah. doing all this crazy shit. I'm like, fuck that guy. Yeah, you get to like pointlessly hoard wealth. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. And treat everyone around you like shit and it'll be fine. It'll be These fine. women are just props in your life. That... Yeah, you can marry beautiful women. Like, it's all fine. Yeah. So he, he's, uh, but back in the train station, he goes there and uh, he meets Greta Gerwig. Uh, no, uh, Naomi is her name. This. Um and the police like chase her for being an illegal tour guide, and they she runs away. And she and they catch her, and they're like, "Oh, we would have just let you go, but you ran, so now we're gonna throw you in jail for being an illegal tour guide." Right. And she has to lie and be like, "Oh no, this is my family," and he helps her lie and says like, Does "Oh, that, that's the police officers don't ask the people." Yeah, they they they're like that's our family. There's like a black guy and an Asian yeah. guy. <laughs> and the police are just yeah. like, yeah, I'll just keep talking to you. I yeah. guess not at all. Okay, you have names, family roles. Yeah, so <laughs> that <laughs> uncle is a thing in families. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have an uncle too. I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I know that that's a family member. <laughs> like he has to check like chart. Like let's see, cousin. Stepbrother, uncle, yep, yep, mm -hmm. checks okay. out. Okay, right there. Yeah. No, I didn't realize. It's written in the handbook. And she gets to, to Russell and they, uh, to, to Arthur, and then they're like, uh, oh, so who's he? And she's like, he's my, uh, 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 uh. he's like, fiance. And like, yeah. oh, fiance, huh? What was your first date? And like, really smugly, oh, we got him here. No. Yeah. We got him. And they're like, oh, Penn Station? I rented it out. And there were acrobats, and yeah, and it's like goes back to again. He's 
not rich out of touch. He's alien out of touch. He doesn't understand renting out Penn Station is not a thing. It's it's literally impossible to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's not an option to rent this out. There's no amount of money that you could pay to do that. Or want to do that. It's not a place you'd want it's to rent out. It's not fun. Yeah. At all. It's, Even if it's empty, what are you going to fucking do? It's like renting out the post office. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a place you go to for fun. <laughs> not Broadway Junction. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to rent out Penn Station? I'm just trying to think of how st- it's like so stupid. What was your first date? Like, yeah. you know how easy that is to make up? Dinner. Yeah. Be like, yeah, Italian. yeah, restaurant. Uh, like, Fucking... come on. We went to a bar. Yeah. What bar? I don't remember. It was four years ago. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Boom. Boom. Shut up. Yeah. It's yeah, like when a bouncer, like, it used to be a thing in college, a bouncer would be like, like if they thought your ID was fake, they'd be like, what's your sign? And it's like, you don't fucking know. Like, yeah. Aquarius, boom, done. I got it. Like, yeah. You don't know what sign people are. Right. No, uh, you're actually on the cusp. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I had someone uh, one time check my ID, and they're like, okay, what's your birthday? On July 29th, like, nope, wrong. And start to give it back. I'm like, no, it's, look on there. It's, they're like, oh, wait. So, oh, yeah, July is the seventh month. Okay, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> You're such a bad bouncer. <laughs> One job. Do yeah. you know what date is now? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a fake ID. That was my real ID. <laughs> yeah. I was legally allowed to be in there. Um, so they they go on this date and uh, or he they don't go on a date yet. She uh, his nanny pulls up and then she. Uh, Naomi doesn't want to, to to go on this date with him at first, but then because he has a nanny. Yeah, yeah. Which, go on dates with boys with nanny with good call. Yeah, great instinct. Pretty yeah. good rule to totally. have. Totally. That's think. we've made fun of a lot of things in this movie. That makes sense. That's I get that. Reasonable. That's the best line of the movie. Yeah, but then she kind of because they don't like her, she's like, "Oh, actually, I do want to go on a date with you. Let me shout my number as I'm climbing into this car." Right. And. They didn't use a five 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 number. It was like a. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. It was Should a, we call that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's call that number and see what that is. Like, hey, Arthur. <laughs> or no, I guess it'd be Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then later on, there's a, a moment where um, he he meets up with her again, and she's like, "Oh, this is the guy who never called me." Like you didn't seem like you wanted him to call. You didn't give him a chance to write down your number or put it on his phone or anything. You just shouted That's it true. to him when he wasn't ready to hear it. And he's, he's even like, what? Yeah. As she's walking away. And then I guess he remembered it because he has it on his phone later. Right. But they make him out to, to be like this big jerk for not calling her. Like, he she, he didn't have a chance to write this down. Yeah, and he did what I think is an even more sweeter thing, which yeah. is find her again. Yeah. In New York City. Wait, right. He went yeah. to fucking Grand Central and just waited, I guess, <laughs> yes. until she showed up. With like another a, legal like tour. fucking dog in the Futurama episode. Yeah. Just... It'll come back eventually, I'm sure. And uh, so he he starts getting ready for his uh, his wedding while he's sneaking around on dates with Naomi, and his his nanny uh, Hobson, who normally dislikes all of Arthur's choice in women, gets to know him and and likes Naomi. And Arthur learns that Naomi would like to have a children's book about the Statue of Liberty published. He, right. This yeah, they go on this crazy. He rents out Grand Central. They do all that fun yeah. stuff. They go back to her place in Queens. She's he's getting drunk. You know, he's, he's like he's saying crazy 
huge turnoff things like yeah. uh, uh, you know uh, uh, the lesson I learned is life is shit so why take care of yourself and then he just pours himself a big ass glass of whiskey and starts getting drunker and she's like um alright I guess I love you it sounds <laughs> like, like Jacob's exaggerating that's almost no, word that's, for word what exactly, he says yeah. very close he says yeah. extremely nihilistic like basically I'm gonna slowly kill myself is yeah. what he says and she's like oh you know that's she's that like, sad she's like Jesus. a danger in that situation she's very much an enabler yeah like she has this like unstable drunken man like in her house yeah this is how people die (laughs) yes a guy that she met while wearing a top hat yeah then bought out grand central's erratic behavior bizarre crazy behavior in any other in if this was real life he would not be a billionaire he is just a crazy man oh yeah he's gonna turn out to be a rapist or a murderer or something and she just let him back to her house he keeps trying to be a murderer he just fucks up (laughs) all this drunk driving and erratic just bizarre shit yeah no one's just it's a miracle it's like a it's like a cartoon all yeah. the people are just weaving through traffic avoiding him but his whole thing is just like my dad died when i was a child so nothing means anything anymore yeah right. oh yeah my dad took good care like i didn't drink anything he was exercising and he dropped out of a heart attack at 45 yeah. so i'm gonna you know i'm shooting for younger <laughs> yeah. that's just his idea like it's it's I, I, it's horrible that your, your dad died, but that happens to everyone eventually. My, my dad died. Yeah. I don't drink myself to death. <laughs> Do you think that life means nothing now? Uh, no, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm watching Arthur. <laughs> yeah. is, this, is this what I'm meant to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, she has her, her Jordan's book about the Statue of Liberty. These are the, the only two things where she kind of seems free-spirited. But just everything else about her is very grounded. Yeah, that's she's true. Taking, yeah. She's paying for her apartment in Queens with her dad. And she's, yeah, and kind of taking care it's of her dad. It's a decent apartment. You know, it's like, it's yeah. usually like they'll go to her place and it's like all like quirky and messy. It's yeah. like, no, it's just like a place in like flushing. Her yeah. dad is sick with some unspecified illness. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It doesn't even seem that bad. I, it was really unclear how sick he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. We know he's he, basically fine. He, he takes, fine. yeah, <laughs> he takes some kind of pills, but he's walking and grease. Yeah. Arthur at the door every time he comes over. Yeah, he's coherent. He's uh, lucid. Yeah, he's uh, knows what's going on. I don't have any sense of how sick he is. No. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really half-ass plot point that they yeah. just threw in there. They didn't I, really they, go anywhere. It could yeah. have just been rent. Yeah. Could, she could have just needed to pay for the rent. Sure. That's it. Yeah, my dad lost his job at the factory. Boom. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. Obviously, you don't even need to explain why you're living with your dad. If you live with your dad, I can imagine that... You just don't, you're an illegal tourist. You know, how much money do you make? Yeah, you, that, you exactly. You, you're probably broke. Yeah. So, uh, he, he learns that she wants to write a children's book about the Statue of Liberty, and he decides he's going to try and find employment, and he just... He has no concept of what a job is. That's right. It's it's insane. He's surrounded by employees of his. So right. He has, he's, he has a concept of like that people have to work. Yeah, and he seems like he he seems to watch like a lot of movies. Like he's constantly yeah. making references to movies. Very true. There's a certain amount of things you should be able to pick up just from the culture. Right. He's he's like making references to the office. Yeah. <laughs> this guy that he's trying to get his job at the office right. with. He's like, You're in Excel and he's like, What the fuck, man? <laughs> the shit what's the shit fucking Like Outlook. Oh, very positive. Like yeah. no from even if you've never heard of the program Outlook from the context yeah. you should be able to 
to put together that's a program. Yeah, he's like Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel, what, Outlook. Like, what is the job? Like, what the hell job would you not need to know how to use Microsoft products for? Like, that's like what any job that you ever have at any desk involves. Yeah. And they would never even ask you. And yeah, he's, does he never use a computer? It's like, do you know how to use a mouse? It's like... He seems... Oh, there's a squeaky buggers. Oh, I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> he seems to be interviewing for an office job and then they hire him to be like a clerk at a candy store. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that is the job he ends up at. Yeah. So yeah. is this like fucking corporate M&M? Like, you know, I didn't realize that that was supposed to be the same interview. I think it was. Yeah. Wow, yeah, I did, I did not... Because he says something about... Like, he says something about, like, don't you have any jobs at all that I could do? And then it like cuts to him at the candy store. Right, right. With John Hodgman. Right, yeah. Hey, the Hodgman cameo. Yeah. And uh, he, j- he just wants to be, there's a guy at the candy store dressed like a Sour Patch Kid who's just kind of dancing around. Yeah. And oh, yeah. He's like, how oh, can yeah. I do that? And he's like, the only job you could possibly be good at? No. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Let me give you the one where you need to be more regimented and serious. He yeah. would fuck that up so badly, though, if he was the Sour Patch Kid. True, he does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. But I feel like the, the standards for someone who's at the register and working with money should be much higher than someone who's just dancing around in a costume. Yeah. That's a good point. Then the worst job that everyone hates. Like yeah. The one where you're sweaty inside that suit and yeah. you gotta dance around and not get mad at children all day. There's like, like a there's like a threshold for working the register. Yeah. Like you can't you have to be like somewhat competent at your job. Like I've worked at places where I was at the register and there were people that weren't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because they were like the, the shitty ones. Like Yeah, and they don't trust you to do basic math and basic, not steal. Yeah. Or just like, hi, how are you? Like you yeah. can't do that. Right. Yeah. I worked at the, I was the costume guy at uh, Chuck E. Cheese, has the, the guy in the You're mouse. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You didn't know you were talking to a star, did you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do they wash that thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I ever saw. Okay, yeah, I didn't think they yeah. did. For some <laughs> it is a rat con. It's yeah. kind of part of the character. <laughs> they used to have, uh, when I was a kid and I could at Chuck E. Cheese, they, they have like the animatronic one who's like at yeah. the, the band. And then they like close the curtains on that and then like, Chucky comes out and it's a guy in a suit doing, and when I worked there, they got rid of the curtains and so Chucky is like, he's like a talk show host who's like at a desk and then he'll talk for a while, they don't just kind of slump over at his desk and there's no curtain or anything. the band plays? No, the band like stops playing and then they they bring someone in like a suit who's out, there's like two Chuckies wandering around and one just slumped over. At a desk, just they, not like, moving. Do they introduce like a bit to explain? Like you gotta be like, oh, it looks like Chuck, my cousin Chuck Cheese fell asleep. I'm Chuckster Cheese. No, no, there's um, nothing. No, and kids just like start climbing on him and like poking, like Chucky, Chucky, <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> you, you know the the Chucky backstory, right? Uh, About like why Saint his Mozzarella's names? orphanage and shit. No. What's oh this? my Man. god. Okay, there is a whole canon of Chuck and Cheese. Uh, his, e stands for entertainment, which right. you might know. Charles right. Entertainment um, Cheese. But there, there is an official backstory that I, I don't have to get into now. But uh, yes, St. Mozzarella's Orphanage. He escapes. He's forced to work in the kitchen of Squally, yeah. the chef. And uh, he works in the kitchen and eventually they like let him make the pizza. Oh, and he never, he never knew his birthday. Because he was an orphan, so that's why he right. loves celebrating other people's birthdays. It's really dark. The whole backstory yeah. is dark. Wait, where did you learn this? This is all on Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> this is, yeah, yeah. So where's his backstory put out? Is it in I like the? 
It, it is like an official backstory. I huh. know that. They have like pamphlets as you came in. And yeah. There's yeah. no kids, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to read the fucking book. Give me Street Fighter. I need to learn all about the Chuck E. Cheese cannon. Yeah, you should learn about the cannon. Like kids getting angry, like, oh no, Chuck E. This doesn't match up with the established backstory. Like quizzing you. What was the name of the man that gave you your first job in El Salvador? (laughs) (laughs) There's this one thing uh, when I worked at Chuck E. Cheese. It was like right around the time the, the... um, Karate Kid remake, like maybe a year or two after that came out. Oh yeah, and they they play all the songs and stuff. And one of the the songs was Chuck E. Cheese talking about like watching the Karate Kid movie, and he specifies the original, not the remake. Yeah. I hate the remake. No way. <laughs> yeah. And it's like these are this is like four year old kids who the remake is like two years old. They probably have never, even seen never seen the, the remake. Original. They've definitely never definitely seen the original. Seen they probably don't know what a remake is. Yeah. And they don't have strong feelings about it. We much prefer the original yeah. 80s. Yeah. <laughs> like what an unrelatable thing to a four-year-old. It's also just like mean-spirited. Like, yes. Why did you shit on this movie? I don't know. You sell bad pizza. <laughs> To idiot children. <laughs> you don't need to release film reviews. Like, the 2000 film Arthur is a heartless attempt at remaking a classic. <laughs> I must prefer the original from 1980. Please redeem your tickets at the counter for a prize. But you Lots do that like a tips. song version. <laughs> Arthur is the heartless piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I love working at Chuck E. Cheese. That was a fun job. <laughs> Sounds like a great job. My official title was, like, Game game fix, game fix Associate something. So, basically, I had to, like, play every game, every game, every day to test it. Sounds awesome. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get tickets? Yeah. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> well, they gave me just... A job with benefits. Wow. <laughs> I had, like, unlimited access to coins and tickets. So, anytime anyone had a problem, just, like, how many... Tokens they have to take to to make you not angry. You were so powerful. Yeah. yeah. Here is is five tokens. Will that make you not angry? No. Have, how about ten? Are you, are you not angry for ten? ten. I mean, yeah. You got to start at ten. With tokens. <laughs> I, I'll is a hundred. Here's a hundred tokens. Is, are you not angry now? I mean, you can sell those to yeah. like enterprising. You know, there's always like a juvenile delinquent. Yeah. Seventy five percent the cost. Yeah. yeah. Directly to you, Danny. Yeah. They're like worth a quarter piece. I'll give it to you for ten cents. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. You could have really had a side hustle there. Fucking dirty Chuck and Chuck E. Cheese game associate. Fucking slabby politician over here. What a weird thing to get fired over. Yeah. Stealing money from the orphan Chuck Chuck Entertainment Cheese. I did have some people because I had to refill the the tickets and stuff, and so I had to go around like a big box of tickets and like go to the machines and. And people would try and buy tickets off me. And really? I, I think one time someone offered me like $500 for the box. Damn. And I'm like, I, I don't... If you just have like an entire box of tickets, You're someone's going to ask know. questions. Yeah. yeah. You can't just walk up to the prize counter and put the, yeah. put the brick of tickets on yeah. there. I'm, I'm going to get fired for $500. <laughs> it's not worth it. So back in Arthur. Thing, right. Yeah. Uh, he he tries to find... Store. He's at the candy store and he, he gives... Uh, the other guy... Chuck E. Cheese has more backstory than Arthur. It's <laughs> much more, much more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He's got heart and the fucking... He had overcame He's things. actually had to overcome... He's a self-made man. Yeah. I would be... Yeah. I would root so much harder for Charles Entertainment Cheese yeah. in this film than fucking Russell Brand. 
I, I'm trying to remember. There's some uh, story. Chucky Arthur G. That's a much better, yeah. Yeah, it's a better name too. I like yeah, that they were like his last name can totally be Cheese. It'd be ridiculous if his first name was just Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a combo with the middle name. Yeah, there has to be a middle name. The last weird. name is Cheese because you can't say the word Cheese without making like a smile. Oh, That's the the logic there. Cheese. See, cheese. there's way more backstory cheese. than which. Yeah, yeah, that's where say cheese comes from. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. He's smiling. I don't think I ever cheese. made that connection. I yeah. just thought it was a weird American colloquialism. Yeah. Which it still is. It, it, it mostly is, yeah. yeah. You can just say smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he, he gives the, the guy in the, the uh, Sour Patch Kid costume $10,000 to trade jobs. Right. And uh, so he gets very drunk and it's just a Sour Patch Kid and like falls over a bunch of stuff. And um, he's... He also was eating all this candy, yeah. and they caught him doing this. And he was—they gave him like the day off because he wasn't able to like put in his employee password to do like the most basic thing. To yeah, he was like taking hits out of the bottle. Yeah, behind the register, he's like, yeah. just take the day off. Which I mean, is that all I have to do? Yeah, to get an afternoon to myself. If just they tell drunk. you, to... I already get drunk at work because it's a bar. But <laughs> <laughs> but if they tell you to take the day off on your first day, you're fired. You're fired. Yeah. yeah. They're not gonna give you a second chance it's on your first. People need yeah. job. They can yeah. have. They, they will have a just walk outside. Anyone yeah. looking? Bam. This is a job anyone could do. It's just working a cash register. They could find a million people. Yeah. To anyone them. could do better than Arthur. Yes. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I, yeah. I used to work the register at the uh, the hockey arena on campus uh-huh. uh, of my college, and the the it was like half students, and then half like non-students who work there and the non-student people were another level dude like yeah this is the only job that these people could possibly competently hold like it's and it's like a one day a week job it's only like one hockey game a week yeah so it was like yeah you can only work one day a week at this job like that's <laughs> that's it yeah, they're like, special special people like what what were they doing oh you know just people who just like mumble to themselves and just like talk and it's also like like you're like weirdly too old to be doing this. Like something went wrong in your life badly. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to explain. Uh, it's like a psychedelic quality. You know, something's just off. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at a uh, a ham store in high school. Ham store. <laughs> ham store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I the only one that laughed at the ham store. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a funny shit you ever heard. <laughs> You said like the ham store. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the ham store. The, the pork one. palace. <laughs> exactly. I worked at a ham store. Oh, what kinds of ham are there? Do you, you sell turkey? Or? It's mostly just, they sold a little turkey, but it was mostly just giant hams, like 10 pound hams. <laughs> Not a butcher shop. Street. No. A ham Specializing store. in hams alone. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. This is great. Uh, Keep going, please. Horseradish? Like mustards? Yeah, they'd sell like condiments and stuff too, condiments. but their, their main thing was... You're their... building out to this just being a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, they sold condiments and... I sold... mean, there was sat- you could get lettuce over there. There were tables in the back. We had a section. There's a pharmacy. <laughs> they'd sell condiments and like basically anything you anything you want to eat like Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner, they would sell, but like 90% of their stuff was... Wow. They, they were so ham. Uh, so they did... Very little business for most of the year. And, and then, like, Christmas, Easter, um, Thanksgiving, they needed, like, a lot of people. So I was just, like, a seasonal person there. Gotcha. But there's one guy who worked there year-round who I was working with him, and he's just... He's a full-time ham man, huh? Yeah, ham man. <laughs> but he, we were, like, in the back, like, wrapping up the hams, 
and uh, he just there's like a big blob of fat in the middle of a ham. He's just kind of fingering it. And I'm like, oh, this is you know, the ham is a lot of a vagina. And like, you know, three nine months out of the year, he's just alone back here by himself. <laughs> Oh boy! Ooh, I, you know, I was never gonna go to the ham store. And, oh, I was. I'm like, I'm like, others against the ham store. Uh, so you know they don't pay me enough to afford a flashlight. <laughs> Just throw that out there, dude. There's also there's this uh, old old woman there uh, who called Grandma. It's like seventy year old Asian woman who was just the sweetest woman in the world to everyone except this one guy. Just, <laughs> I don't know what about, but he, she hated this guy. He was an employee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, and she just always called him like a faggot and stuff. And she was so nice to everyone else. And she's, one time she set up like a, at lunch, she like set up a table and was making sandwiches for all of us. And uh, she set up like a little sign to like grandma's kitchen and um, she's, she, he tried to come and get a saying She's like, no, no, Grandma's Kitchen. No fags allowed. The <laughs> <laughs> sweet old bigot. Yeah. Wow. She set that whole thing up just to spite that guy. <laughs> yes. Just for that line. Everyone else, she was so sweet to, but something about that one guy. It's because she thought he was gay. She was a, she was a bigot. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It, was, it could gay? be as simple as I don't think she so. thought he was gay. I don't think he was. Maybe she thought he was. Right. So Hobson, his, his nanny, takes Arthur to an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting where Arthur complains it's depressing and makes him want to drink. This scene was so... This this was the end of the movie for me. He is such a fucker in this yeah. scene. Oh, God. And she... Dude, why does she do this for him? Yeah. Right, we haven't gotten there yet. <clears throat> yeah, No, go for it. This is, this is yeah. the scene. So, yeah, so she... Uh, you know, he doesn't want to participate. And then she stands up and she gives his backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which like, but I've got a heart of gold at the end of it. You know? But like, my dad, I drink a bunch and I'm sad, but I'm so sweet on the inside. No, boy, I'm getting up and the good ones. Yeah. That's exactly how she sounds. And that's this touches him, I guess. Well, I, I, I don't understand what, why she would do this. I don't either. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't get how it would help him or what these other people must no be No way that's helping. And again, his drinking is not a problem. There's no consequences yeah. to it. Yeah. Aside from one crash Batmobile, which, yeah. you know, that he wasn't going to crash that thing anyway. Right. And he could, I, yeah, I don't think that, he wasn't driving, so it he wasn't, wasn't even driving. It wasn't based on the fact that he was drinking. And he, it's... Actually, I don't know what crime he committed in that scene. Yeah. They should have arrested Luis Guzman. <laughs> That's he right. was driving. Right. Arthur's drunk in a car, which is not illegal. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yes. He had someone else drive him. In fact, it's commendable. He's he doing his due diligence. He's yeah. kind of being responsible. Yeah, responsible. yeah. <laughs> but they take him to jail for, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. Being in a car that crashed. Yeah. Which is rude. So the car crash. Where's the ambulance? <laughs> yeah, like help the guy. Yeah, yeah. they all just walk up and they're they don't even like. Are you okay? They're like, oh, you dick. Yeah, <laughs> you did it again. You piece of shit. Yeah, he was in a major car crash. He could have been seriously injured. Easily. Yeah. That statue would easily kill two people. Yeah, you know, like that's, oh, yeah. that's a very big statue. Huge. So he he proclaims that the uh, the A meeting is is very boring. He begins um, drinking, I believe, in front of these people. Yeah. In the fucking meeting. As yeah. if to taunt them. Such a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. You imagine? I, I can't. Ugh. I, my ex was an alcoholic, so I've been to a bunch of AA meetings, and I, I sympathize with him about this. They are very boring meetings. 
I bet. Yeah, yeah. that sounds pretty bad. I had a, a friend who is an alcoholic, and he tried to go to AA. He's like, I couldn't. It was just too boring. I just hated <laughs> going so much. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Spice it up, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm losing them, AA. It's just really That's depressing. That's so much fucking coffee. Yeah. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta pound that stuff. Yeah. So Arthur goes to to see Naomi at her house and tells her the truth that he's engaged to Susan, and so yeah, drunk as shit shows up at her house like hammered, right? And hey, I'm getting married, right? And really, really, the the amount of time it takes to get from Manhattan to like that part of Queens, I mean, it, crazy. It's completely Half of her day every day is a commute. Yes, <laughs> every single day. But he just shows. I mean, he just appears there. He yeah, just up. Just and he seems like he walks. Yeah, there's no driver. He doesn't take trains. And he's very drunk at her house, but it's not. He's not saying this because he's drunk. He didn't. None of these things happened because he was drunk. Yeah, no. it's just incidental. Yeah. Uh, so she she tells him to get out, and uh, he calls for Hobson, uh, but Bitterman comes and tells him that she's in bed with a headache, and he goes to uh, to her and is seeing if she's okay, and she's like making fun of the idea that she's dying and kind of spitting in the. Of course, if anyone gets a headache in a movie, they they have cancer. They, no, it's no, no, yeah, it's never just like oh no, it's just a regular headache. Yeah, yeah I had it this morning and I have cancer. Just <laughs> until it was over. Yeah, it, it's like if any woman in a movie is nauseous, she's pregnant. If she throws uh, up, she's pregnant. Yeah, um, or she has cancer. <laughs> or she has cancer. Or yeah. Ooh, no, that's a movie. Yeah, that is a movie. Pregnant yeah. with cancer. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> you think you're pregnant, turns out there's just a giant tumor. In yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I had cancer. <laughs> All right, but Greta Gerwig turns away. She's like, oh my God, we're getting married. Well, I'm, done. I'm done with you. Yeah, which, so he, he, fair enough. Oh, yeah, totally. He's like, he suggests so right. that he yeah. builds a secret tunnel to a room where he keeps her. Yeah. So they can have an affair while he, yeah. So you want to imprison me? Uh, well, that's, it's. I thought it was more romantic than that. <laughs> but there, I, yeah, I do own a dragon. <laughs> and the castle to keep you in. That's right. So, yes. She is truly in a dangerous situation. Yeah. This is bad, you know. This man could harm her. Yeah. yeah. In that's bizarre ways. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Stalin the cat. Stalin. Yeah. Well, it looks like a Stalin. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he, he is a crazy man who's ready to kidnap her. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. And Nikki literally wants to imprison her in his house. Yeah. He's like some kind of medieval king who's just like, no, it'll be fine. I'll just have an affair with you. Yeah. And like, we can't have an affair where we're not living in the same house. You've got to be in a secret room of my house. That's how all affairs work. Yeah. Yeah. They're where you can't get out. Affairs are a rich people thing. Yeah. True. Um, yeah, poor people just cheat. Yeah. It's cheating. <laughs> yeah. It's cheating. It sounds like a, a crime when poor people you know, are cheating. Yeah, uh, breaking the rules when rich people do it. A, a lavish affair in Italy. Yeah, affairs sound like there's a lot of jewelry and lingerie involved. It does imply yeah, there's furs and yeah, yeah, for sure. South yeah. of France somehow gets worked in there. Yeah, yeah. furs yeah. are a concubine thing. Concubine for the yeah. for the other woman. I think concubine is is an even step above affair. Yeah, a concubine is like you're like an emperor. At that yeah. Point. yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have prostitutes. You have concubines. Concubines. Yeah, your concubine is made the gilded lord of an estate elsewhere <laughs> as a reward for making you horny. <laughs> I've made her a duke. 
<laughs> she made me horny. I made her a dude. <laughs> Equal exchange. <laughs> she didn't give me off. She just made me horny. <laughs> the currency exchange is one horny for one dude. <laughs> you plunk out of the Google. Yeah. If she actually had sex with me, I would have made her a princess. <laughs> Uh, so Hobson goes to, uh, to, she kind of poo-poos the idea that she's, she's sick and she's making fun of him. She's like, oh, um, I see this tunnel. There's a, oh, there's a red guy with a pitchfork at the end. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. She's doing the stuff he would do. Yeah. Which is just be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be a dick to a guy who's, who's reasonably concerned that you, something is wrong. Yeah, it's like the only moment of humanity for him. Yeah. Movement, pretty much. Yeah, where he, he's... He's right to be concerned. She's like a workaholic who never takes a day off work. And now she's like, oh, I've got a headache and I'm sick and I'm not acting like I normally do. It's like, wait, something seems wrong here. It's like, no, don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> don't be, I, you fuck you for being concerned. So Hobson goes to, uh, to Naomi and asks her to give Arthur another chance. But she again falls ill and is taken into a hospital. Naomi is right to not give him a... He's, he's engaged. Married. Yeah, yeah, he's getting married. For, like, cynical yeah. reasons, too. Yeah. Like, it's not even, like, a redeeming, like, oh, I can see why you're doing it. It's like, no, no, you're just getting married yeah. for purely for money. It's not, like, some, like, medieval thing where, like, he needs to get married to, like, save his family or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. there's no... It's because he wants to keep being rich. He's not helping he's anyone just a by being married. He's capable of doing anything else. Yeah, yeah, he's you, useless. You can't give someone a second chance while they're about to get married. Yeah, he, has he break... hasn't even said, I, I won't get married. He didn't yeah. come to her and say, I'm calling it off, please forgive me. He's right. like, I'm going to get married. Before That's they can... unavoidable. Yeah, she, he's got to call that off before she can even consider there yeah. being a second chance. Yeah, there's a bad pitch Hobson's making, but yeah. she's got tons of cancer, so I forget <laughs> Yeah, the cancer just infected her brain. Yeah. And there's a moment where it kind of seemed like Maybe there was going to be a flirtatious thing between Hobson and Naomi's dad. Did you guys right. get that? No, I didn't catch that. I didn't really pick up on it. But maybe I that wish, was just maybe that was just me then, because it, it didn't go anywhere. But he, they're both sick. They got yeah, common. they're both sick and they're old. And she kind of gives him a look. It felt oh, like, and then he, he brings her some tea, and she's like, "Oh, a taste of England." I remember um, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. seemed like she might have been into it. Maybe I'm wrong because it doesn't go anywhere. So maybe that wasn't supposed to be. This is a bad movie. They could have totally <laughs> intended it to mean yeah. something and just yeah, that's not gotten around to yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, she yeah. falls ill and is taken to a hospital. Naomi calls Arthur to tell him what's happened. He comes to the hospital and brings her just all the, the stuffed animals that makes yeah. uh, Hobson kind of dance like a monkey to... to to do this, he puts like a Darth Vader mask on her, is making her making fun of her. Right, Vader say lines from the movie. Yeah, and he's like, "I will burn all the bears if you don't do whatever I say." Right. Yeah. This is the hero of the movie. Yeah, it's like holding a dying woman hostage. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she, so Susan arrives and tells Naomi that Arthur's brought him. Um, or Naomi comes and they, they meet up and they're, they're talking and um, she mentions that uh, he, or she Naomi sold the, the book about the Statue of Liberty. Right. And he's he's really excited and he's um, happy for her. And then Susan, the, the woman he's going to be married to, she shows up and is a huge bitch and 
Um, (laughs) She is kind of showing up to interrupt an affair she knows about, though. (laughs) Okay, that's true. In in a lot of ways, like, she's, if you take out, like, the ending, she's not doing much wrong, really. Right. She, like, seems to be attracted to Arthur, they're gonna get married, whatever. Arthur's cheating on her. Yeah, but there's also a scene where she, like, attempts to rape him. That's true. So we, we just skipped right over Oh, yeah. How does she find out about the affair? I think they're dead spying on it yeah. too much. Oh, okay. Right. Let, let's talk about the attempted rape scene. Yeah, we should get back to that. That's just played for laughs. Where, right. Where it's like a Greta Gerwig's in the other room getting distracted while this yeah. woman's trying to fuck. Susan shows up uh, to, to Arthur's house and she's very drunk and she takes off her, her she's wearing a trench coat and she rips it off and you expect her to be wearing like like a sexy lingerie or something and she's not really wearing that. No, not really. She's kind of a sexy outfit but it's not something to, the, the trench coat makes it feel like it's going to be a lot more than it is. Right. A lot more. Yeah, or just nude. I was hoping yeah. for nude, yeah. to be honest. But then he's uh, he, he's got like a, a his. She kind of chases him around the room. He actually says at one point that she's trying to rape him. Yeah, right. and he does not want to have sex with her. He's very vocally saying no. She will not take no for an answer. It was a different time. Yeah, and it's it's just it seems yeah, more harmless when it's a woman trying to rape a dude. Yeah, because he can fight her off. So it's like, <laughs> it's like oh how silly. Yeah. She gets, he's got like a bed that is levitating like a, with magnets. Like a magnet yeah. bed. Yeah. Are those real, by the way? No. 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 I, I, maybe they're real if you're a multi-millionaire. Right. I, it's not something any normal person could begin it's to think about. Bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he, she chases him under there, but her corset is made of metal and she gets like trapped to. Right, right. That, and she's stuck there. Yeah, and uh, not really sure how she gets out. They don't really. He tries someone to. Someone comes and gets her. She couldn't like you know like a, just take yeah. off the corset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they just no. They couldn't do it with scissors. They'd get stuck to it. The magnet bed is really, You need like a two by four to throw and just pry her off. Right. Yeah, something wood. You know. Yeah, or maybe just push her. Push the the bed off the magnet. But then, like, the thing, I guess it's super heavy. It was like if I lower it too much, you'll die. Like, yeah. Can you crush just her. like never have like your your like phone or laptop on your bed or anything? Like, that would explain why he didn't know how fucking Microsoft Word works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and a bring a well, computer in his whole apartment. The, the magnet's like below the bed. I think it, as long as you're above the bed, I think it's okay. What good's right. a magnet bed if you're not gonna crawl under it? <laughs> You know, this floating bed, you just gotta stand on top of it like it's a regular got some legs bed. That bed just seems so unstable. If you got into it too quickly, you could like knock it off the magnet that's, and I think it just falls to the floor. They don't work. Yeah. You can kind of make like push something up with magnets, but if you move if you touch it, it's gonna wobble off basically. Yeah, you gotta get in and out so carefully. Uh, this is a it's a bit and I think in a Kurt Vonnegut novel. I think it's uh Sirens of Titan. Yeah. The dude's the characters kinda of like Arthur actually. His, yeah, his like parent a made a shit ton of money. Yeah. And he uh invests a bunch in these like magnet chairs, yeah, that like bankrupt the company because they just fall if you like touch them. The magnets don't stabilize. Yeah. Um so that's where I'm getting this. Dude, there is one. There is one really? one point six million freaking dollars. Oh, we should. Never mind. If you buy this, you truly deserve to die. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That scene just really did not age well, though. The fact that 
maybe at some point he could be kind of playful and funny until he, he actually uses the word rape. And yeah. then at that point, it's like, ooh, this is... Yeah, she should probably recoil a little bit in yeah. that accusation. Yeah. Instead of being like, yeah, sure am. going to do it. It's, it's unrealistic. You'd have, like, you can't, you can't get a boner if you're being <laughs> raped. You know? And then how does the sex happen? I don't, I don't know if that's true. I think there's... Uh, uh, you can be stimulated and so not want to be in the, sim- yeah, in the situation. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a friend who, uh, in high school, I, I kind of look back and cringe at my reaction to this. So he described a situation where he... I, I'm, it's been a long time, so I might have some of the details wrong, but I think he was at a party and they were doing drugs and then he he passed out and then he, he woke up and there's this older woman who... I don't think he really knew her, but she was at the party, but they didn't know each other well. And she'd taken off his clothes and was wow. uh, was on top of him. And he freaked out and grabbed his clothes and like jumped out the window. And at the time, he was kind of like, oh, you're funny. This, this guy is so wacky. And he, of course, he wanted to have sex with her. Yeah. He's just funny and jumping out windows and stuff. What a what a crazy funny <laughs> guy. And I look back like, no, he that was not a funny story. Yeah, no, it's pretty disturbing. disturbing. Yeah. And he did not tell it as a funny story. He told it as, this woman raped me. Yeah. And we were all like, no. You (laughs) card. Yeah. Men can't be (laughs) raped. Lost your V card, huh? Get on you. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a very high school reaction. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) You wanted it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm kind of glad something bad happened to Arthur, though. (laughs) (laughs) You think he deserved to get raped? Yeah. I mean, he has something. He has something coming to him, all right? I mean, wearing that, that top hat, he was asking Come for on. it. Yeah. You don't wear a top hat if you don't want a woman to chase you around the room. In a, in yeah. a metal outfit. Yeah. Like fucking a Mario hat. You don't wear a top hat if you don't want Jen- Jennifer Garner to fuck you. That's the formula. He cracked it. Yeah, that's how Ben Affleck that's got the, her. That's yeah. the Affleck. You remember in the '90s, he was always he's always wearing top hats. Yeah. Yeah. hunting that whole movie. <laughs> they had to take it out in post. <laughs> in in Daredevil, he was wearing yeah. top hat <laughs> under the suit. It was hard. <laughs> Every time yeah. he got punched, it just flew off. Yeah. No, I like that it's under the suit. He put the suit on <laughs> over, <laughs> over the top. And it's just like the top had shaped bulges in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is there a way we can call Daredevil a Batman movie that we can die in a review to that? I mean, it's it's got Ben Affleck who plays Batman. Yeah. Uh, I don't I mean I don't know. We'll have to do some. We'll have to do some work. Yeah, figure it out. I wonder if there's like a line where they say like he's doing his Batman thing or something. But I don't want to watch that movie to look for that line. Yeah, no, it's not worth it. Yeah, you can find the script online and just kind of search for Batman. Yeah, maybe I could do that. <laughs> Sometimes we do Batman adjacent movies that aren't technically. Like we did Catwoman. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this has Batman in it, sort yeah, of, kind so. of. Uh, so. Um, the, skipping forward after the, the rape scene uh, they're, they're at the hospital Susan tells him tells Naomi she's so happy about her book being published and she reveals that Arthur bought the publishing company that's handling the publication and so. that's the only reason that they're publishing the book right. Naomi's very upset she leaves the hospital Hobson comes home and Arthur takes care of her what I, I get her being upset but on some level like uh, we're all comedians. If, if somebody 
if you were dating a woman and you found out that she bought like a comedy club, like you'd just gotten past this club and you find out she bought it, you're still past at the club. Yeah, it's kind of great. Yeah, I mean, I think I would feel like disappointed that I hadn't earned it the way yeah. that she did, but I would still perform there. <laughs> yeah. I would still do it. I would take it. Yeah. Um, you good. don't get anywhere without connection. Like, everybody who's successful has a fucking family connection to something. Yeah. Like, Amy Schumer's uncle is a senator. Like, yeah. Everybody comes from something. Yeah, on some level. I you, mean, you gotta take the back road, man. So, yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna get anywhere just being the high road and not being like, hey, if your friend says, like, maybe I can help you with this, hook you up with that. That's yeah. the reality of the world. You, you're exactly. gonna help, let your connections help you when yeah. they can. I never heard of yeah, stoked. Yeah. You're like, dude, let's publish more books. Like, are you <laughs> kidding? This is great. I thought I'd have to earn it. I mean, people would still have to buy the book. You know, she could. It could be a shitty book. Right. Yeah. She'd still earn the sales, like, unless he was, like, buying the books, too. Right. You know, like paying the company to fucking which is not at all impossible no it's not it's totally within his power he's basically just got unlimited money yeah so he, he could make he could give her a million dollars through the books yeah easily I guess but yeah I mean sweet gesture at least you know he's trying yeah something put, put some effort in that's a level of that's like a, a move that would never not only have occurred to me but be possible for, for any of us to to hook a woman up with a job because you're trying to get yeah. a chance. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah, if only. Yeah. Although that, that comes in like a sexual harassment tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we should bring it. So maybe it's not a good move. Maybe it's yeah. not a move I should be... <laughs> no, it's a very manipulative move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so she, she leaves the hospital upset. Hobson comes home and Arthur takes care of her. They begin to get along better. And um, there's a scene earlier where um he he and naomi um well i'll I'll talk about that in a moment hobson dies in her sleep and arthur reverts to alcoholism to numb the pain of her death losing naomi and being married to susan reverts it's it's an alcoholic it says reverts i don't remember him stopping yeah he didn't stop i think he did kind of like there had been a few oh, days. Oh, no, there is one he line where he's like, like, I haven't drank in a week. He does say that at one point. I must have missed that. Yeah. It wasn't well fleshed out, but he had kind of like, he'd been doing all right, I guess. When, and then, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. Oh, God. It's, they're not really, part of the problem with the alcohol, alcoholism in this is not only does it not have consequences, but they're, it's not really clear when he's drunk and when he's not so much because he right. is not really good at acting drunk. Yeah, like, you could have cut off drunk. He's not really good at acting. He's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not slurring his words. He's not falling. He's not. He's yeah. just acting kind of goofy, but he acts goofy when he's sober too, so it's not, there's not a clear delineation between the yeah. two. Yeah. Like he doesn't like repeat himself, right? He doesn't do any of the things that, that drunks. You know, it's, he plays a drunk in... Uh, the other one with Jonah Hill, get him to the Greek. Yeah, and I felt like that that was actually like realistic. Yeah, uh, and it's also there. Sometimes his drunkenness is just kind of wacky and fun, and sometimes yeah. it's very serious and wrong. Right. right, the tone's all over the place. Yeah, the whole the movie doesn't have a whole lot of internal logic. Yeah, uh, at his wedding, Arthur gets drunk and finds Hobson's last letter to him, in which he advised him to follow his heart. He's so drunk, he's lost the ability to read. Yeah, he, has, he makes it like a six-year-old kid read it to him. Yes. Yeah. and uh, That's realistic. Again, so out of touch, or maybe so drunk, he doesn't know the word for child. 
Because he, oh, yeah. he, he says, hey, small person. Yeah. Get over here. Yes. You shouldn't be around kids if you're that drunk. Like, <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, I think that might be a crime in itself. Yeah. Uh, so he he finds his note, uh, hops in token to follow his heart. Arthur decides during the vows not to proceed with the marriage. Susan and his father become belligerent and begin punching him during the wedding. And uh, yeah. then... That's the moment when Arthur's mom decides maybe this is not a good idea to force my son to marry this woman whose her her father has him in a headlock and she's just wailing on him during his wedding. It's not even that she's getting that she's kicking his ass. She, she lets slip that she's like gonna that she has she, she wants to take over the company like that's her ambition is to steal the company from them. Yeah. That's why, because she does the weird yeah, that's right. arc villain thing yeah. where she reveals her plan in a speech yeah. for no reason. There's no, no one does any work that. to reveal it. Yeah. It's just thrown in there to be like, okay, now it's fine. Now she's the bad guy for real. Yeah. Arthur is okay to leave her because she's the bad guy for real now. This is exactly. another moment of, of rape and domestic abuse are funny if it's done to a man. Yeah, that's true. Like, she's yeah. not playfully hitting him. She's, no one stops them. Yeah, no one yeah, stops them. No outcry. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know any of these people, I guess. Yeah. That's part yeah, of it. Like, they know. just seem like hired like guests, basically. But even if you don't know someone, if you see somebody and a guy's got him in a headlock and this yeah. woman is punching him in the you face. You pull out your camera and yell, world star. <laughs> no one no does one even that. did that. No yeah. one even like, oh shit, she whipped like, his ass. Like, oh, no, this, nothing. Is, this is awkward. But he is a man, so it's okay for a woman to punch him in the face. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the, the viewpoint of this yeah. movie. Yeah. That's one of the takeaways. If, yeah. if he wanted to, he could get out of that headlock and stop her. <laughs> that's true. Oh, dumb movie, bad movie. Yeah. And then, and then the mom still wants, she's like, no, but like you still have to marry her or else you'll lose your fortune. It's like, why? Why? Yeah. That that part made no sense. Yeah. It was bizarre. And her motivation, we, we find out at some point, uh, Susan's motivation for marrying him, she's, she's already very rich. It's yeah, not like, right. and he even says, like, you have a lot of money, but she's new money and she right. wants to be seen as old money. Yeah. And if she marries into this family, then they're old money. They're old money now. Yeah. I, I just Is don't. Is that a better way to go about this? You're fucking Jennifer Garner. Yeah. You could marry a lot of old money rich dudes who are not such drunken, bizarre shit shows. Here's the. If she had been a woman who works for the mom's company, it, she's like an executive for the company. She doesn't come from the super wealthy family. She's, uh, she's like a high powered executive. She's already the CEO. Right. So yeah. she's got like a good amount of money, but she doesn't have Arthur's level of. Yeah. A hundred a billion dollars level money. Right. I would get why she would want to marry into this. Right. Yeah. It's like there are other ways of it's like, don't you have like an alumni network? She probably went to some school, you know, like and yeah. she she knew like Rockefellers there. They're, 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 they're very flawed. There's other flashbug kids. So many they're everywhere. It's New York. Uh, so yeah, so she she still says that if he marries Naomi, he loses all his inheritance. Arthur strips nearly naked to emphasize he wants no kind of dependency on his mother's money and runs to Naomi's apartment. He tells her that he just lost his uh, his mother, meaning Hobson, not not uh, his real mother. But Naomi, still upset with him, says she can't replace Hobson and refuses any prospect of their getting back together. 
best part of this movie. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. She's like, you just want me to be your nanny that you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what he wants. Yeah. I'm not gonna. No, that's terrible. I'm not gonna do that. And she's just the window. The movie should have been over. I would have a lot more respect if it ended there. I would be. I would be like, oh man, at least they ended on the right note. Yeah, God, if it's such a good ending. If yeah. it ended like kind of like Annie Hall, where you realize like, no, maybe some people shouldn't be together. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's maybe it's even if they are interested, maybe it's they're not right for each other some of the time. Yeah. That would have been at least kind of an interesting, challenging ending instead of yeah. But that's obviously not what this fucking movie does. Yeah. So it cuts to six months later. Arthur is six months sober. He's, he's dressed very well. Yeah. And I was like, what's that about? He's, what job could he possibly have got? He's got kind of a newsboy cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he he uh, goes into a bookshop and finds Naomi's book, which she's dedicated to him. Sees an advertisement for a book reading that she will be giving in a library. He barges in and... Uh, they advertise those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a children's book. That, no, we can't pay. We blew all the budget on advertising. Yeah. And he just tells this story to the, these children. Of like, can I tell a story to you people? And like, do you speak like Harry Potter? It's like, yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's good. He's a good wizard. Um, and he just tells this, this story about how he loves her. And uh, then she just kisses him. And he, uh, he hasn't done anything. Nothing's changed. Nothing. She didn't. Well, know. we don't know yet, but something has changed. But the audience doesn't know. Right? Yeah, but she didn't want to be his bang nanny six months ago. Why does she <laughs> want to be his bang nanny now? I get he seems stable now. I guess is the implication. I guess so he like figured his life out after he lost all his money. But yeah. then six months is that much time. It's not to get your shit together. No. Yeah. You and could, I've had years that I'm still not. <laughs> yeah. But if someone's six months sober, like, I'm not even... That that doesn't prove to me that they're going to be sober forever. You could totally. easily fall off the wagon. Easy. Totally. Yeah. If one bad thing happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you, know, you go outside, and he's got all these fucking, like, movie cars lined up. Yeah. And Louis Guzman, like, yeah, oh. the movie, uh, they got, like, the mystery machine, yeah. and the yeah. Batmobile yeah. again, which yeah. I guess has been repaired. And, uh, and he's like, that's, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were. The mystery machine. Yeah, there's the, the General Lee. Yeah. General, yeah. Um, okay. I think like the uh, Starsky and Hutch. How do you drive those cars there? You know, that's a good question. You need to bring those things in on a flatbed most yeah. likely, and yeah. then coordinating that on like Fifth Avenue. I mean, come on. And they had the the joke was this this it depended on her on him have saying this incredibly yeah. oh, weird specific line where yeah. he says. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, Bitterman, what are you doing? And he's like, Oh, you said this was a woman you could win over with a fleet of movie cars. No, I said this was a woman I couldn't win over with a fleet of movie cars. Why would you have said that? Which That's also, a weird thing to have said. If he did say it, what a weird thing to say in front of Naomi. <laughs> yes. For Louise Guzman to be like, You said this was a money-grubbing whore. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's, you said she's only after you for your movie cars. <laughs> she's a very specific kind of gold digger. <laughs> she just loves movie loves memorabilia. That yes. <laughs> and then it turns out that he didn't lose all his money. He they just, back. they just decided that actually he, he doesn't. 
He's been money. I guess. He his, whatever. his actions have no consequences. Not at Nothing all. has changed. He's exactly the same as in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So the billionaire gets to keep his money, and he gets to be with this beautiful woman that he does not deserve for any reason. Yeah. He's done nothing to he, help he, anyone. He's, he's done nothing to, to win her over, to win her back, except just be there to yeah. show up. He, he saw a, a sign that said she'd be there. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that was, he literally just saw a sign. That was that his was big his, achievement. Yeah. Is he, he wasn't too drunk to read the sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the two leave the library and Bitterman drives them through the city in the Batmobile with the police following in pursuit. Back to Batman. Back to yeah, Batman. Yeah. yeah. Back to crimes. Yes. Crime couple. <laughs> it's bookended by crime <laughs> coupling. <laughs> and they, they're driving away and they've got like the, um, the the top of the Batmobile open because they can't fit three people and she's kind of sitting like like horizontally oh yeah like across his lap and her head just sticking out yeah. of the window dangerous and uncomfortable yeah yeah, yeah. Both, both those things yeah of all the cars to have chosen why could you not have chosen a car with three seats there were other the cars rented there that they bought, for the day, yeah. and they had to get their money's worth. And also, they rented all those cars for the day. Nah, they couldn't true. use any of them. Yeah. The mystery machine can fit a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Also, why have your butler drive you off? Why not just the two of you? It's not a romantic, sexy Do thing. Do we to... know if you can drive? We never see him. That's <laughs> a good question. Movie, he might not Maybe drive. he can't. But I think you could, you could just have him driving, and we would buy that he can drive. I would buy that sure. he can drive. Yeah. He's an adult. It's... Or maybe he got his license in the oh, last six months. That would have been a neat little, in, like, wait, you're going to drive us? I got yeah. my license last yeah. month. Like, yeah, that could have been a... But it's not a sexy, romantic thing to day. drive off with a guy's butler. No. Yeah. Yeah. It still shows that he's, like, a completely incapable dependent person. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has not changed over the course of this no movie. No character arc. Yeah. He started off as a, a drunk baby, and now he's a baby... He's a drunk baby with a lot of money, and now he's a... A sober baby with a lot of money who it, could flip off the wagon anytime. Any, 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 any moment. If the moment this movie got approved for a sequel, they would have made him oh, drunk yeah. again. On the rocks. Yeah. Alright. I I do have to get to work soon. Okay. Since let's, we've wrapped this movie, yes. I feel like we should just say it. He's the worst Batman. Oh, Easily. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, real quick, we should address the fact that he lives in the United States, his family is American. And he has, like, a regional British accent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, a specific British accent. There was a, also one moment that was so shitty that I want to bring it up, where Hobson says that she was in love once, and it was a Spanish guy oh, back... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and he wanted to move to Spain, and then uh, Arthur's father died, and so she couldn't leave. Yeah. yeah. And it, what a piece of shit. She should have gone to Spain. She should have gone to Spain. Oh, Absolutely. totally, yeah. And also, why that, didn't you tell me? I didn't want you to feel bad. Well, Jesus, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna feel bad. I ruined your whole life, yeah. lady. I was terrible to you for my whole life. And also, ruining it. And yeah. also, that was 30 years ago. You you could have found a man in that time. I yes, guess. she was just taking care of this dumb drunk child. Yeah, they could have found a fucking nanny. Lots of people have jobs and also relationships. That's the norm. That is, yeah. You can't, it's you know, like, no, I can't have a relationship. I have a job. Yeah. <laughs> you get one or the Sorry, other. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, on our list of that, I don't think there's any question. He, he goes in number 49, the Gotta worst. Russell Brown. Wow, all the way down to 49. Yeah. How many fucking Batman ever been? 49. This is, <laughs> Who's one? Uh, number one is Christian Bale. He and Kevin oh. Conroy have been duking it out for the top spot. Yeah. 
And who? Kevin Conroy from uh, Batman the Animated Series. Most of the animated oh. stuff he's in. Oh, yeah. No, he's the best Batman. I think he's going to end up in the top spot, but he, he's been... I like the voice that Christian Bale does. Yeah. yeah it's, I know it's controversial. No, I, I, yeah. So, yeah, th- there's no question. He's, he's the, the very worst. We're at number uh, 70, though. So 70 movies we've done so far. Wow. And a lot more to go. Um, would you recommend this movie? Oh, God, no. Dear God, no. It's just not as bad as I expected to be. I wouldn't be. even watch it on a plane. It's I, just I was, mediocre. It's a, a plane is exactly... If you saw it on a plane, it's fine. Fine. I yeah. wouldn't seek this out. No, if it happens no. to be on, there are worse things you could do. Yeah. But I would not seek it out. Um, so we took care of where he belongs. Uh, where, uh, you guys got anything you want to plug? Twitter, got any shows coming up? Anything? I got nothing. <laughs> Twitter's at Colburn, C-O-L-B-U-R-N, 918. Um, I took it off my phone because it made me a crazy person, so I tweet less, but I'm on there sometimes. Instagram at Grease Pencil. Um, that is I. At Danny Rathbun, D-A-N-N-Y-R-A-T-H-B-U-N. If you want to like and subscribe to the podcast, it really helps us out a lot. Tell your friends about this podcast. Um, next week, we, we have a out-of-town guest. We're, we're jumping around in time a little bit, so we're jumping ahead to the, the future. Because uh, my, my dear friend Matt Dundas is coming in from out of town. He's going to be on the podcast, and he wants to do Justice League, The Flashpoint Paradox from 2013. Ooh, it's going to be a really okay. fun episode. Nice. Uh, Daniel, we end every episode by shouting the word Kareem. You want to lead us into Kareem? Uh, yeah, let's go. Just shout it? Mm-hmm. Kareem! Kareem!